I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it is gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Welcome to the Dune Saga Podcast. Your hosts, David, Scott, and Jim, guide you through the chronological epic story of Dune. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Dune Saga Podcast. I'm David Moulton. And I am Scott Herzog. And I'm Jim Arrowwood. And we are in our listener feedback show for Children of Dune, the miniseries. Now, before we get into things, I just want to say a big thank you to our new Patreon supporter, John Madsen. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you for coming on board and supporting us in this way. If anyone would like to contribute like he is, you can do so at patreon.com slash Podcast, where we have a list of different uh, reward system going on for uh, the amount that you choose to help us out with. And of course, the show will always be free. This is just a way to kind of help uh, keep us going and give back. Uh, so now if you want to take part in the next listener feedback show, don't forget that you can email us at Dunesaga, uh, you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast, or our hotline. 1260-577-CHAT. 126-260-567-2428. And if you want loot lessons, you can email Jim at jim at dunesagapodcast.com. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So yeah. let's, let's, uh, let's go right in. Do you want to talk about the app? Uh, yeah, I mean, we have an app, a Zog Pod Collective, that is producing Sci-Fi Diner podcasts and Dune Saga podcasts. Uh, episodes a little bit behind on the Dune Saga podcast episodes, but that's all right. We will get them updated here in a uh, little bit. So, nice. Nice. Uh, but you can find all past episodes of both shows and many other shows kind of associated with that. And um, it's just kind of cl- uh, kind of a, so it's a collective. It's called the Zog Pod Collective. So. Mm-hmm. Now, this episode was a little bit lighter than our normal. That's mostly probably because uh, of the Christmas delay of our last episode. So Yeah, what well, we released about a week ago, and yeah. so it's like, didn't give a lot of people time to respond, which we totally understand. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. So, so maybe next time. Yeah, next time. We, we expect that we'll be getting more Children of Dune feedback right. on that. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Jim, why don't you lead us in? I sure will. We've got a note from Roland here on Children of Dune says, hi, David, Scott, and Jim. I don't have much to say this month, except that the, on the, from the outset, the Children of Dune miniseries was much better than the Dune miniseries. The visuals were great, the music was amazing, the props and backdrops were high quality, and even the acting seemed better. Five out of five. There yeah. you go. He agreed with us. Yeah, I just want to say that the fact that Roland starts out saying, I don't have much to say this month. It's kind of 
startling because he's not a man of few words usually. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. There's something he's losing something in there. He's actually in the chat room, but he doesn't have as many opinions about the TV shows he's saying. So <laughs> we're just giving him some dirt. dirt. Uh, I so, figured he was just so spellbound from Winds of Doom that he right, he right. He said, he said, yet. what? What can I say after that? I mean, <laughs> nothing can ever surpass the greatness of Winds of Dune. Ten out of five. Yeah, ten out of five. A Dune, a Winds of Dune miniseries. That's what he's hoping. He's holding out I for think that. So. I, think uh, so. I do know he is that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. you know, I, we didn't talk a lot about the backdrops. There was only one time that I thought about the backdrops, and it's when I mentioned the scene in the, in the, you'll hear it when you get to the regular show, but I mentioned the scene in the regular show about how Leto's, you know, doing the thumping thing with his leg, and he climbs in the sandworm, he's standing on top of it, and the sandworm's moving, but the backdrops is stationary. Oh, okay, and I yeah. thought about it only in that incident. Everything else, I, kind of bought and this backdrop were much better i didn't hear jim complaining about the right. backdrops this time right so and we know how he would no they were very him. good yeah yeah no, he, <laughs> he, last the, the dune the dune miniseries man he taught that's all he talked about backdrop yeah, backdrop, backdrop. Backdrop. backdrop but not not this time so <laughs> 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 so uh yeah. yeah well we're glad to hear you're on the, and the loot yeah, yeah, and the loot. No, the loot was was the that was Lynch. Yeah. We talked about the loot. So no, no, that 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 was uh, that was definitely was... Dune uh, miniseries. It was a miniseries. Yeah, because it's Gurney Halleck's playing. Yeah. Uh, he's playing a loot. No, that was. I think it was. I, I'm still. That was Lynch. Okay. Nothing. I don't believe you. you know, just, <laughs> bets are on. The bets are on. The bets are on. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Right, right now. now in house poll for those in the chat room. <laughs> when did we first mention Jim playing the loot? Is this our next trivia question? What? Yes, yes, it's our trivia question. When did we first mention Jim playing the loot and riding the sandworm? Okay. Was it Lynch's Dune or was it Dune, Dune the miniseries? Yep. Okay. Cast your dice now. We'll see who in the chat room what they say. Right, 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 right. So, uh while you guys are are sticking your your opinions out in the in the chat Let's go ahead and move on to our next feedback. Now, uh, Rick from Starbase uh, 56, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, he, uh, he, 66. Us, uh, I'm sorry. Starbase 66. Let me, let me say it again. And if I can add, if I can add to that, he has just launched, uh, not too long ago, another program called, uh, Ray Guns and Go Go Boots, <laughs> in which they're talking about, uh, old television series. Uh, from 30 years ago, uh, they've done the Twilight Zone and they've done Lost in Space. Ah, I'm gonna have and to check that out. It's really, it's really a neat show. Ray Guns and Go Go Boots. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna check that out. That sounds good. I'm glad to see you're still doing stuff. <laughs> well, he uh, he sent us a voicemail, and uh, let's let's go ahead and hear what he had to say. <laughs> Uh, this time <laughs> chat room uh, Roland's the only one that chimed in by the way and he said he thinks it's a miniseries um, <laughs> and Matthias said oh we're still in that loot thing talk about beating a dead worm <laughs> so <laughs> all the puns today <laughs> he is he's our he's 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 awfully he's pun giving master. us the pun master <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyways here's that uh, here's the voicemail 
Hey guys, Rick here from Starbase 66. Uh, I just completed a long drive in which I finally caught up on your shows. I uh, listened to the Winds of Dune podcast and then the listener feedback. And man, I was livid <laughs> while I was driving. I was just gritting my teeth, scribbling notes on the back of my hands while trying to stare, while trying to keep my eyes on the road. Uh, I, I gotta compliment you all on your tact on your diplomacy and on your self-control. Uh, you know, I, I, I understand that as podcasters, you cannot just dismiss criticisms. And I appreciate how you all welcome criticisms. Uh, however, that lengthy criticism from Germany, uh, the points he raised about your commentary, that, that's, that's fine. I, I have some thoughts about those that I'll get to in a minute. But what really got under my skin is to hear a fellow podcaster write in and tell you guys how you should be doing your show. Telling you that your way of doing the show is wrong just really ticked me off. And I'm going to behave myself and not swear because I know you guys don't. <laughs> I have something of a potty mouth on my show, I know. Um, the listening or the reading order that you all chose, you said right up front why you chose it. Uh, I read the books in publication order, but I'm really enjoying the unique perspective of hearing it read in, in, uh, in chronological order. It puts a different spin on it. Uh, I don't think it detracts at all from Dune. Uh, I don't, I don't think Dune is a stone. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> one of the things that he got upset about was, and, and, and other people have written in too about how, um, I guess it was in uh, Paul of Dune, where they were talking about Paul leaving Caladan before he was before he went to Arrakis, and Dune specifically says he never left Caladan before going to Arrakis. But one of the through concepts of the entirety of Frank Herbert's books is the revisionist history. Is the you know history is written by the winners aspect. You know, God Emperor is all is full of that stuff. Uh, uh, um, chapter House and Heretics are full of that too, about changing history to suit the facts rather than the other way around. Or not, cha- changing the facts to suit history. You know, whatever. Not telling the whole truth is a, is a major point of Herbert's thesis throughout the book. So getting upset about that one little thing, it, it I, I don't quite see the point of it. But anyway, his, his, what he said about you have to, understand David Lynch to to watch Dune, you know, I've been in the theater a long time, and if the audience has to do homework before they come to see a show in order to get anything out of it, then the show is a flop. The show is a failure. And Dune, if you have to watch all of David Lynch's movies in order to appreciate his Dune, then I'm sorry, that film is a failure. And uh, so saying that you guys should have schooled yourselves on Lynch's ouvure before daring to talk about it. And that's my own eff- emphasis. I know. I'm just really, really upset for you guys. <laughs> you did not deserve that. Um, it just, it just really rankles. That, that's, that's really my big, my big thing. I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're going to want to air this or not. If not, that's cool. Um, but no one should tell you how you should do your show. You know, if somebody, you know, if he want, if, if he wants to do a show about Dune, Go for it. Anybody can do a podcast. Mm-hmm. So take issue with opinions. Take issue with with viewpoints or or criticism, stuff like that. 
that's all fair territory. Don't tell other podcasters how they should do their show. Okay, don't treat your opinions as if they are solid facts because they're just opinions. And you know, everybody's got an opinion. <laughs> I won't go any further with that anymore. All right, guys, thank you so much for all your wonderful work. I'm really looking forward to uh, Children of Dune, and uh, I will try to be a little more participatory in the future. I've been a little busy with life outside, so great work. Love the show. You guys rock. Bye. All right, then. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm glad that rather than us defending, I mean, we, we kind of answered that email that night, but mm-hmm. rather than us answering, I'm glad that a listener kind of chimed in there. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for writing that. Uh, yeah, that was nice. Sending it in, yeah. That was absolutely nice. Uh, I think we. I think in some ways our responding at the time, we can. for me personally, I can just let it roll off. Uh, everyone's got a point, and I'm – fine with uh reading it on the show and, and right. responding to it might not agree with it but hey yeah well yeah mm-hmm. so. uh jim thoughts on what and uh, what rick was saying uh well i i do appreciate the voicemail i appreciate his uh perspective and rick i will be in touch <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's it's um I do want to thank you for defending us because I think that there is a, what everything you said is true. Uh, I, I love the idea that if you have to do homework before you watch a movie, then that takes something of the enjoyment out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I would say that, and I'm not playing devil's advocate here, there is no argument from my end, at least that if I would have watched other Lynch films, I might've had a different appreciation of the David Lynch Dune. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt, um, but I'm not a Lynch fan. I mean, I, 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 that means I'm not anti-Lynch. I just don't go out of the way to make myself. I don't care enough to go out and watch every Lynch film just so I can understand Dune a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I I both agree with his statement and also see the point of if if you you know if you knew more it would be better yeah. i mean we 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 encountered a little bit of the same thing when discussing uh, Hodorowski's dune oh one, yeah one of the guys in the audience was like well if you read his his uh, comics and stuff like you would get a lot more of his vision yes we we did hear that same same sort of thought and there's yeah. and there's and there's no doubt oh, that yeah. someone who has read the comics is going to have a better understanding than than we did of Jodorowsky. there's no doubt right. um uh, the chat room, by the way, totally agrees with you, Rick. They're saying that this man is really insightful. Here, here, and Roland's like, I agree. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of that, um, and I, I agree with you, Rick. You know, if he really cares, start a podcast and you know have something that kind of counters what we're saying. Yeah. And, and uh, the more the Mario. I mean, this is our podcast. We decided to we we made a conscious decision to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a way that's agreeable to us. And if, for those of you listening, you're along for the ride and you may not like everything we say. And I hope that you don't actually. And, uh, and, um, and you may not like necessarily the way we're reading it, but it's just the way we've chosen to do it. I mean, I'm glad for the, for the negative feedback as well. I mean, you can't grow unless right. someone criticizes right. you. Right. And so. And I think since then we have tried to take a little bit more of a balanced approach, especially on the uh, the reviews. Cr- the reviews. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But. but thank you, thank you, thank you for your support, and uh, and we uh, 
Wish you continued success in your podcast. Yeah, so Starbase. Yeah, Starbase 66. And what was the other one, Jim? Uh, and it's called uh, Ray Guns and Go-Go Boots. Awesome. Okay, check those out. I like the title of that podcast. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> that's, just, that's just fun. Yeah. Right, right, right. All right. So moving on, we have we had a little bit of feedback. We've been kind of tossing around saying, what is after Dune? I mean, the reality is there's a limited time life. Probably by October, November, we're going to be wrapping up or really looking close to the end of Dune. And I think we must have talked about it in the one show, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, what are we going to do after Dune's over? And uh, Doc Small chimed in about the podcast continuing. Love your idea about Asimov. Start with the robot series, then Empire, and finish with the Foundation that would be outstanding. <laughs> and another long series that we're working on. Right but but, <laughs> but uh, don't know if we'll do that. We are still tossing around some ideas. And we have a little bit of time here. Yeah, we've got some time to figure out what we want our vision to be and then really nail it down when it's ready to go. But nothing gets me more motivated than knowing that uh, several of you are on board for, for more talks from us. So that, yeah. that just makes me more excited mm-hmm. to keep going. So, uh, and who knows? I mean, down the road, we'll have maybe a Christmas album with lute playing by Jim. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> now, now who's beating? Why didn't I see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now who's beating a dead worm? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever let the lute yeah. thing go. It's too, <laughs> it's, too it's almost uh, classic in the fact that it's always brought up. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, this, this lute thing is ballooning. <laughs> because I got I got uh, ribbed by uh, JP Harvey on on this a, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> nice. Well, well, okay. So we've got some feedback now. I'm pretty sure that we didn't do this one before, but we may have. But either way, it's it's a it's a small one. Uh, Tom wrote us. He said this is in uh, response to our third listener feedback show that we did. And he says, oh, my God, a Babylon 5 podcast? Count me in. Is this still in the pipeline? It is a reality. And uh, we have someone on the show here who can talk about the Babylon 5 podcast, believe it or not. Yeah. Yes, I, I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> Raul Wybera uh, and I, uh, we just recorded the other day our last uh, show of the first season. And uh, it is definitely a, a show that's a lot of fun. The Babylon Project podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We're on Twitter, uh, WordPress. Uh, you can just, you know, uh, on iTunes, just type in Babylon Project and you, it, we should come up. We're having a lot of fun with this. Um, we have had, we had JP Harvey on. He's now a, an occasional guest host. He's our military consultant <laughs> being a, a retired Colonel. And what we're looking at putting together, hopefully a round table discussion on uh, the entire first season. And hopefully Scott's going to be involved with that. There's been talk. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm certainly open to doing that. We just got to talk about when. So yeah, we, we'll have to get together, which means, uh, you'll have to communicate with us on on Facebook. So. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, you can all, you know, I do. I still message. So if you message me, throw me in the loop. I'll be there. Yeah. 
Scott's afraid Excellent. of uh, Skynet, so he's. I am. I mean, you know, this new Terminator movie coming out. I'm like anti Facebook. Not. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> um, I have been. I, I've not been on Facebook and Twitter a lot. I've kind of taken a vacation from it, and uh, I just found myself getting a little bit, um, you know, a little bit anxiety tied with it. Um, and uh, I've chosen to not, not, not be on and. I haven't missed it. I thought I would, and I haven't missed it. So I may, I, I obviously there's a lack of connection that's happening because of it. And that's the downside. And, and I acknowledge that, but, um, it was just a kind of an interesting thing to do. My daughter's now on Facebook. So I set her up. So I guess I really should be on the monitor what she's posting. But, but yeah. Wow. But well, that's about all the feedback that we had. So, okay. Like I said, very very short uh short list here um see somebody chimed in no i just said babylon 5 i wish it was a netflix isn't that i thought it was it's not oh bummer it's not bummer uh so instead of bad reviews because uh bad reviews of the movie yeah instead of bad reviews of the movie um because that varies so much with that kind of stuff anyway i decided to just read some trivia and we can we can respond, respond to this. So, many supporting parts from this film are played by actors from Dune, the first miniseries. Recast as different characters. For example, Corba is played by Carol Dobry, who previously pre- portrayed Dr. Liette Kynes. And once I read that, I was like, oh, his face look, does look like <laughs> Liette. But he just doesn't have any hair. Right. So uh, I thought the guy who played Liette was a lot older, too, but apparently not. Well, you know, four years will do that for you. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Clara <laughs> Asava, who played Lichna, she appeared as a Fremen housemaid in the Atreides Palace in Dune. So okay. I think there were more, but those were the two listed. And it's like once you once they say these things, it's all of a sudden they pop in your head, and you're like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have picked them out. Yeah, uh, well... I was Corba really surprised me, but, right. but now that I know it, I, I, I can see it. Uh, Brian Tyler's music for the miniseries is used regularly in movie trailers. For example, The Golden Compass, Indiana Jones, and The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It didn't help that movie. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and Master and Commander <laughs> of the Far Side of the World. I am going to go home tonight and look at these trailers and try and pick out the, the music. Uh, no, I'm a little bit perplexed. So. I wonder if the date's wrong in this. 2003 Master and Commander False Side of the World. Because the Dune miniseries didn't come out till that year or after. 2004 is the miniseries date. Uh, I, I thought IMDb had it as 2003, March. What? The, well, okay. The Dune. The Children of Dune miniseries? Let me go back. Let's double check this. Let's double check this. I was just uh, a little bit perplexed by it. Uh, it says. Uh, 2004, 182 cut. Now, let me see if that's when they're saying it's released. Oh, 2003 is when they're saying it released it. Yeah, I think that the- So it came out and they instantly had it Master and Commander. Yeah, instantly. 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 Simultaneous, simulcast. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but that is interesting that they used it that quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I want to go see, go hear this music elsewhere, see if it's done justice. I've seen it done in a, one of the big theaters in our area, Sight and Sound Entertainment, used it for one of their shows in the beginning. Really? Yeah, for the trailer for the longest time. Wow. It was the, uh, 
Wow. Yeah. That opening that opening theme is just the main title. Well, I'm just I'm just waiting for Jim to use it for his bands at school. Pull out some of this music. <laughs> right. I think <laughs> yeah. I, I can see a high school band doing it. Next year for your pet band, this music. This music. The right. theme, the it theme. would totally change a pet band for you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I picked this trivia up for Jim. Uh, it says, this film introduces more actors from the Star Trek films into the Dune cast. Alec Newman appeared on Star mm-hmm. Trek Enterprise. Stephen Burkoff, who played uh, Stilgar, appeared in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And Alice Cringe appeared right. in Star Trek First Contact. Of course, she was the Borg Queen. Oh, yeah. She will right. always be the Borg Queen to me. Yep. According to interviews, Alice Krieg was John Harrison's first choice to play Jessica in the Dune miniseries. But she was unavailable. However, Saskia Reeves had to back out of the miniseries because of pregnancy, so Cringe was reoffered the part. So that's why the switch was. I think I don't know how it would have been with her in the in the first film. I, just I don't can't either. Uh, so the series has an eighty percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which to me seems pretty high for a TV miniseries. So, oh yeah. yeah. So and that's what I have for the trivia there. Yeah. Um, One other little bit of trivia that I didn't I didn't necessarily pick up on, but Aaliyah's death scene reworked from the novel uses many of her lines and actions from her first appearance in Dune of two thousand. Yeah, especially she touches the the tear and she she drinks it. Right, that's a, that's direct reference yeah. to that. I forgot. I, I forgot. My brother. Yeah. 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 So Bridge of Rathgear is saying March sixteenth, two thousand three was the Dune miniseries. It was a March release, so if Master Commander came out later that year, it would have been easy to kind yeah. of slide that music into it. Yeah. But so obviously this is pretty short. Um, so I think anyone in the chat. Has anything, any topic they want us to cover here, we'll give a minute. Right. And we'll gladly talk about uh, any subject matter or question you might have. <laughs> oh, anything. you are opening up a can of worms here. I am. Uh, uh, one little, what, what, one small thing is um, the role of Gurney Halleck was originally played by Patrick Stewart in David Lynch's film in Dune. And James McAvoy went on to play a younger version of Stewart's character in X-Men First Class. That's right. In X-Men Days of Future Past. That's right. I mean, they're pretty much the same person. Yeah, I mean, they, they they could. I mean, can you imagine Star Trek Enterprise, James McAvoy? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they ever make a pre right, if they ever, if they make, it'll play a younger Stewart. Yeah. It'll be it'll be perfect. I, I love what do you think, Jim? Yeah, I think that would be great. Hey, Matthias put up here: James McAvoy, Leader the Second, and Patrick Stewart Gurney both played Professor X in X Men. Oh yeah. 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 It's a great yeah. minds. Great think, mind. They think alike. You guys yeah. are connected. What? What's available for free online? Babylon, Babylon 5. 5. Oh. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, it's, it's, it's free on torrent sites. Oh, did I say that out loud? Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. It's through the power of friendship. Right, right, right. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. The power of friendship. That's right. No, it, it it's there on a legit yeah, yeah, site. Yeah. yeah. These episodes are not my own. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, favorite uh, board game. We have a question favorite, came in. Favorite board favorite game. board game. Uh, you guys start. I got to start. Yeah. Uh, the one I play most. Okay. Favorite the the one that I play the most frequently 
He said board games, so it limits me. Uh, Settlers of Catan. Okay. Uh, it's, a one, it's a one that I go back to again and again and I end up replaying with a lot of people. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. How about you, Jim? Uh, Star Trek Catan. Uh, okay. Uh, I've never played Catan. Uh, they should come out with a Dune Catan. Then I play. We need little sandworms that connect the. I know. The I know. I know. That, that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd, That'd be, be great. awesome. Uh, I'd play it. Yeah, we could have like a a video cast of that. That'd yeah. be great. That'd be yeah. great. Uh, my favorite board game is Carcassonne, and I always get asked when I'm playing Carcassonne. Oh, is this Settlers? And it's like, no, it doesn't look like Settlers, <laughs> but it plays similarly, I guess. Um, but I've been playing a lot of Pandemic lately. Pandemic. Yeah, that's yeah. a cooperative cooperative game. That's that's a lot of fun. So, yeah. yeah. I play I, I play I play other games a lot, but not that. Not not board games a ton right now. Roland hosts uh he hosts Battlestar Galactica games. Uh he like it's you think like board fran- games? Yeah, you think the franchise franchise board games are kind of like man. I know you and I played a Firefly card game, and we were both kind of like eh, I don't know. But he he's got Battlestar Galactica, the board game, and let me tell you, it's one, it's a lot of fun, but like you gotta you gotta settle in for like a three four hour game <laughs> when you play it, and it's just kind of like all right, I'm ready to do it. <laughs> so it's uh that's that's pretty <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Um. They're talking about the Dune board game. Did you ever play the Dune board game? No. I heard you can print it online somewhere. Uh, no. Maybe. Anyways, apparently there's two versions. Uh, Bridger Rescue says, I want to get both versions of the board game, but for now, I'll stick with the mud. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so I've not I've not encountered that. I've seen pictures, and somebody somebody had mentioned, messaged me or something that said that you could print it. Yeah, um, but I haven't taken the time to do so. Yeah, I do actually. Uh, since Christmas, one of the things I got was a DS, and I sp- spent a fair amount of time playing the new Pokemon game. Okay. Um, play it against my son, and and I'm uh, for some reason addicted to Pokemon now. And uh, we we got into the card game a while ago, and, and playing that competitively, and now we uh, uh, do do a little bit of <laughs> do, do, of the DS, maybe more than I should, but I. I just uh, I gotta catch them all. <laughs> well, let's 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 just uh, tread since you brought it up. Favorite video game and what are you currently playing? If you play games, uh, <sighs> favorite. So you just video. said you said you just said Pokemon. So yeah, so that's uh, I'm playing it on the DS, um, and um, probably is my favorite current video game. I don't know if it's my favorite video game of all time. I probably sunk the most time into World of Warcraft. Okay. So I played that for four years. So there's some longevity there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I so I guess that's, that's good. That's good. So Jim, did, were you ever a, a, a gamer? Um, <laughs> you, you mean video yeah. games? Uh, you know, my favorite all-time video game on any platform is Mario Kart. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yep, that's right. You're playing. You, you were playing that in the Wii U for a while. Are you still playing in the Wii U? Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, I Raul and I got online and we're playing against each other, <laughs> and and I was just smoking him. <laughs> I mean, and then 
and then he let his son Antonio on to play, and he smoked everything. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, I yeah. I do love the Mario. So, and then we got, we just recent, well, for Christmas, Chrissy and I got um, the Infinity Connector for for the Wii U, and got it, and my wife got us a bunch of Marvel characters and oh. things, so... I've kind of gotten into that a little bit now. That's how, uh, that looks pretty cool. I will say that's the it's best fun. marketing strategy ever. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> you need to get you to buy things, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So for me, best favorite game of all time would be uh, The Legend of Zelda, The Ocarina of Time. There's just not much that could ever really beat that game. Mm. And I'm currently playing Destiny. And I don't think there's ever been a game that I've put this much time into in the short period amount of time that I've had it. It has a very kind of World of Warcraft uh, addicted type of, like, stick to it, so. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, you know, I've dabbled in getting back into World of Warcraft. I just can't. I don't have the time. Yeah. Don't have the time. My son is a huge Minecraft person. Mm -hmm. I'm not that interested. I'm gonna work on you a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I want to. I just want. I mean, you could, there's there's a hidden world within it. You know. I know. I just thought it just my son watches the Stampy videos all the time, so <laughs> so I so I kind of deal with deal yeah. with that. Yeah. And we play. Uh, he he plays Mario. He loves Mario. Our Wii's kind of on the fret, so I don't know what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't play discs anymore, mm-hmm. but I just started doing that. I didn't look into it, but. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, any other any other things in the? Uh... They're talking about the mud. They got off in the uh, mud a little bit. Okay. Uh, any other topics you want to bring up? Either of you? I brought up one. Does anyone else want to? Just a quick roundtable here. Fill out some time. Hmm. Books other than Dune that you're reading. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, why don't you go first, Jim? Okay. I am reading an incredible series of books by uh, uh, an author named Lowell, Nathan Lowell. And these were uh, suggested to me by um, J.P. Harvey. Are these a quarter house series? And they are called, uh, yeah, the quarter quarter share, half share, full share. What an incredible, incredible bunch of books. Yeah. Um, I started reading the first one the day before Christmas break. And when I went back to school, I had read five. Of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're in a period of two. They weeks. are pretty phenomenal. He released those first as a podcast and I listened to them and I couldn't stop listening. I just loved everything I could get wow. a hand on. Excellent writer. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it, it's so neat. It's just ordinary people doing a job. And it focuses on one character in particular who you you see him go from about 17 years old and he grows. And I've only read the five books. I've got the last one yet to go. And uh, I, I set aside the reading so I could get caught up on some blogs. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And I'll tell you what. it uh, it There's no shooting, killing, screaming. No aliens are attacking or invading. Uh, it, it's just plain good stuff. Yeah. Wow. You know, we you know you know we at the Sci Fi Diner interviewed him. I, I probably 
I know I listen to it, but oh my god, yeah. I've listened to so much, so many sci-fi diner show. I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we met him at Bolticon, I guess, two years ago, two three years ago. I met him. Uh-huh. So, well, you you remember Scott when uh, it was it was uh, several months ago. I said, "Hey, you guys should do the Matrix." <laughs> uh, that's you know, right rewind and you said yeah we did that a year ago <laughs> yeah that I, was actually list- it's going back but we did the matrix trilogy so yeah but i i had listened to all three shows and then i suggested to rewind them again yeah so. well you know <laughs> uh that's that's what happens when but you can will do that to you <laughs> what was that no no senility will do that that's to right, you. Yeah. that's right how about you? Uh, do you have a book that you are uh, currently reading that's not Dune? I am. Well, so I just finished um, the Hellboy Library editions, and uh, I am at the very beginning of The Martian, which Scott lent me. So, uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's a great that book. <laughs> I'm looking forward to reading it. I just had not had a lot of time and to, do, to do so. Yeah. And they're making it into a movie. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. I, I have to tell you, though, I I. I, I one day I had a couple minutes. It's like, do I start this? Because I'm feeling like we'll probably read it and whatever comes after Dune, <laughs> we might read it again. Um, but I'm definitely going to read it uh, probably here in the next month. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you'll you'll go through it quickly because you won't want to stop reading. This. Oh, yeah, it's that's not, good. That's it's good. a uh, it's a very they try to be very authentic in their science, but it's mm-hmm. not a hard. That being said, it's not a hard read. Okay. It's an entertaining read. So Good. exactly. Good. But, it sure is. Yeah. I know some Matthias here said in the chat he said we should look into the video games for Dune as well. And uh, yeah. that's been in the back of my head, but it just hasn't Yeah. Some doubt. Some happened. maybe yeah. maybe down toward the end we can talk about him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um for me I, I'm just I'm continuing through the Wheel of Time series. I've been I think I mentioned I've been reading that. I entered book twelve, so we switch authors. I mean, the guy that was writing it uh had p- passed on. Um, and, uh, his widow and this other writer kind of took over and, uh, you almost can't tell the difference. I was going to say, you're going to start complaining. No, no, you can't tell the the difference. In fact, (laughs) um, in fact, if anything, it's not quite as ponderous (laughs) as the other guy was. Um, but the way he's writing the characters are pretty dead on. And he kind of starts a book by acknowledging that, Hey, I'm not this guy. Um, but I love this universe. And uh, hopefully I can do this justice. How many more books do you have? Well, it was it was supposed to be a final book, one book. And when they wrote it out, it it ended up being three times the <laughs> length of his size books, which are about five, six hundred page books. So so I have basically three books to go through written by this guy. Yet. OK, but it's phenomenal. I mean, I've been really I'm engaged in the characters. I'm invested in them and um. It's a series that you definitely have to commit to. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it's on my list to, to read someday. Bucket list, so. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well. Uh, Jim Jim has to give a, a thing. He has to give a, a topic. A topic? Yeah. Okay, Jim. Oh. Topic's yours. Oh, gosh. Let me think. Um. Well, some, how about something cool you got for Christmas? Okay. Go ahead. Um. Something cool I got for Christmas. Uh, my mom gave me a Last Airbender t-shirt. That's kind of cool. I was pretty psyched about that. 
because yeah. uh, I had laid the hint down that I wanted it. So, <laughs> um, and then I mean, it wasn't really gotten for me. Someone gave me money and I bought it, but I bought the board game uh, Takedo, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, so. I got the uh, DS, okay. the 3DS, and so um, Roland said that's why I'm not on Facebook. Actually, I was off of Facebook a month before I got the DS, <laughs> just so you know, Roland. Um, but uh, the uh, it's been the it's been the gift that I've been using the most and invested on. Uh, also got some eyepieces for my telescope. I'm waiting for a little bit warmer weather to try out on. Nice. So, mm-hmm. Jim. Uh, well, I got um, Santa brought me the Star Trek watch that they were advertising on Think Geek. Nice. Nice. The the saucer section of the Enterprise. And uh, that, and then of course the infinity. The infinity was was pretty. That nice. is awesome. Very cool. Awesome. Very cool. We all made out like bandits. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. But, yes. <laughs> yep. Well, I think that about uh, brings us to the end. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, chat room, for joining us tonight. So again, if you want to watch us live, you can go to the Babylon dot com backslash live. Did I say that right? Oh, oh I, I said Babylon podcast. I, I think you could have been more <laughs> wrong. <laughs> right. I am so wrong in that. Hey, I'll take yeah, that. I'll take, that's a plug for you guys. I don't know if you do a live show. It probably goes nowhere. The DuneSagaPodcast.com backslash live. And uh, you can join us in the chat room. And um, but Yeah. So but, we look forward to hearing your <laughs> feedback. Matthias wants a, uh, a still suit bathroom. <laughs> so <laughs> great. That'd be great. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, of course, you know, we look forward to your feedback for next time, uh, which we assume will be a little bit more robust. Yeah. Uh, so you can do that by sending your feedback to Dune podcast at gmail.com. You can leave a comment on Facebook where the, the conversation is continuously moving forward. And that's facebook.com slash Dune podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Dune Saga podcast. And of course we've got our voicemail, which is at, I don't have the number in front of me right now. But I'll look it up. It is the one two six zero five seven seven chat, and you can uh, send that information that way. By the way, I did want to talk about one other thing that was bothering me about the miniseries. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I know it's totally unrelated to this, um, and wrapping up the show here. But did it bother anyone that James McAvoy never sweat when he's out in the desert? I mean, the blazing sun of Arrakis. He's out there, and there's not a single bit of sweat on him. Well, actually, Even prior to him, prior to the sandworm incident. I mean, he just. I mean, I, 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 I know that he's hot and like water just evaporates <laughs> off of his body just because he's there, but it bothered me a little bit. He's just too cool to stop. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yeah. Let's wrap up the show here. <laughs> so please give us your feedback. We will be reading what book? God Emperor of Doom. God Emperor of Doom. DuneSoccerPodcast.com. There's a calendar right on the right-hand side tell you when we're going to record again. Yep, yep. We'll let you know. So once again for the Dune Saga Podcast, I'm David Moulton. I'm Scott Herzog. And I'm Jim Arrowwood. And may Shai Hulud clear the path before you. <laughs> <laughs>